0: Hey guys, Michael here with Wedding Videography School. If you're looking for a solid and reliable contract that you can feel good about sending to your clients, look no further than the WVS contract crafted by a licensed attorney in the state of Colorado. It might just be the best contract for wedding videographers in all of North America, or even maybe the world. Uh, Hard to know. Regardless, if you're unsure of whether the contract you're using right now is good enough, Go to WeddingVideographySchool.com right now, enter the password podcast, and start protecting yourself and your business today. Hey guys, Michael here with Wedding Videography School. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like the show, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And we love you for it. Hey everybody <laughs> and we're back <laughs> here we are well <laughs> welcome back to the wedding videography school podcast i'm michael adam over there hey man the b radley that's what's me what's going on man
1: hey are we on track like have we are people kind of tracking week to week are we behind how's how's the podcast situation looking
0: <laughs> we're pretty behind i was gonna chalk it up and be like i was gonna do one of those things where You know how like a podcast will stop and then you won't hear from it for like six months? (laughs) Yeah. Like it happens with the true crime ones a lot. Right. Where they're like actively investigating something and then you don't hear anything for six months. And then there's another season. I was kind of like, I was kind of going to do something like that, except it was totally unplanned. Ah. Gotcha. So, uh, you kind of ruined it for me. I was going to say, this is welcome back. This is season three or something, (laughs) but we're still in season two. It's just good. It's just
1: good to be back, man. I mean, Colorado just went on code red or sorry, our County went on code red recently. And so like I'm working from home again and got some, you know, Thanksgiving just happened. So I feel like it's just good to see your face again. It's good to be back on the podcast and just good to be back, man.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> I wish I could say the
1: same. What's up with your hair? Oh, dude! You know, I figured once we went on Code Red, I've always wondered if I could pull off a mullet. So this time around, I learned. I learned from the first time around when I was quarantined. <laughs> I let my hair grow out. This time, I'm gonna see if I can pull off a mullet during second round of being quarantined.
0: Wow! Well, it's an interesting look. <laughs> uh i'd say i'd say work a little less on the top and work a little more on the midsection
1: well this is that's
0: what i this is the in-between <laughs> phase
1: you're seeing right now so still growing it out still growing out but this is yeah this is what you can do man you can do cool stuff like this in quarantine because nobody's around you know everyone's you know they're showing up <laughs> on the zoom meetings and they're not wearing pants and they're just kind of getting creative so this is uh, me being creative in the
0: quarantine What's the deal with you, man? Like, are you done with shooting or editing or what's what's going on? Because yeah. I will say you seemed super eager to do the show today. And typically, uh, I'm the one who's like badgering you about doing it. Yeah. So I was kind of surprised uh, the tables have turned.
1: Yeah man, you know, just kind of work we gotta to work together. We gotta to work off each other. Iron sharpens iron and uh you know, I like the podcast. I miss your face. I was actually looking okay, to be kind of kind of honest too, it snowed today, but I was kind of looking for an excuse to come down to Colorado Springs to go to In N Out Burger, because they just launched two new In N Outs in Colorado. <laughs> so I thought what what who else do I know in Colorado Springs but but my buddy Michael Ring? So I was trying to coordinate that. It didn't work. But either ways, I'm just excited to be back. I don't know, man. I like I think community. It's so important in these times to reach out to the people that we're working with that we have good relationships with, because it's I think we're going to get another round of a tough season in a lot of areas. So we got to stick together, man. Sure do. These dark, dark times. Another grim
0: milestone.
1: <laughs> well, and plus, I feel like as I've been reaching out to you, man, you've, you're like, oh, I just added on this other shoot or oh, I'm doing this thing. Or like, did you did you add on a whole bunch of new work the last six or eight weeks? Or it seems like you got a lot of new stuff going on.
0: I've got a lot of old stuff going on. It's taking me forever to get my edits done because all my shoots got like squished into the last three months of the year. So I had a very end heavy year, if that makes sense. So now I'm just trying to work through. T- I've got ten edits. I'm supposed to have a video done today, and once that's done, I'll have nine edits to get through. You know, thankfully all my clients have been super cool about it. But yeah, man, I'm just catching up on all the editing. And this was a year that I was like really supposed to like, you know, get if get an editor to do a bunch of stuff for me, um, which which, you know, I did have one person edit something for me and it turned out well, the client liked it and everything, but uh, you know, I didn't have enough money to pay them to keep, keep going. So next year I'm hoping that we can move beyond coronavirus and just get on with it. And I can, uh, yeah, I can free up a little time with, uh, with a new editor. That'd be great.
1: I heard you've been doing, uh, I heard you've been keeping up with your lunges as well too. Is what word on the street is. So,
0: well, yeah, my, my wife works for uh, our TV news station here. And so she was doing an important interview with the (laughs) governor or something like that. So in the background, I just went ahead and, you know, you got to get, you got to get your exercise in any way that you can. Right. um, Especially in these dark, dark times. It's, These dark, dark, grim milestone times.
1: You're kinda you're kinda going the dark route today, man. Are you
0: you it's very dark according to CNN. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is it like maybe it's like Christmas? Like are you one of those people when Christmas time comes around and you hear Christmas music, do you get all scroogey or are you are you not embracing
0: the, the celebration of Christmas this year? You know, I'm, I do like the holidays, but at the same time, I hate them because I'm usually not done editing yet. So holidays to me always feel like a big interruption. And the I'd say the biggest offending uh, holiday for me is Halloween. Yeah. Because Halloween is like right at the tail end of the wedding season when you're like kind of the busiest. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, we got to devote a whole day to like, you know, making costumes for your kids and you know, doing all this stuff that I'm just like not at all into. So Halloween is, is my least favorite, but I do like all the holidays. I just, it's tough, man. It's tough when you're in this industry and, uh, and you got a lot of editing to do around this time of year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And typically the ones that are like farther down the road for edits, they always, you know, those clients chime in. They're like, Hey, I know it's going to be a couple months, but anyway, you can get it done before Christmas when I'm with my whole family and all that. And there's always that extra added pressure because you want to do, you want to get them to them as quick as you can, but same time, there's either a lot of work or sometimes I feel like when I'm rushed, I'm just not happy with, with delivering a rushed video to clients sometimes too. So.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely not either, but I also feel it's kind of like this balance, man. Cause I definitely feel bad when I'm delivering a video at Christmas and, uh, their video is like all sunny and warm and it just kind of reminds you of like oh we shot this a long time ago. Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 2017 edits still going. <laughs> what is
0: Yeah, nothing quite that bad, but uh, What
1: is the longest you've ever delivered a video or that you know of somebody who's delivered the longest like
0: Well, I think my longest was like five months and that was pretty embarrassing because usually my longest is four months. Like that four months was forever. That was like my longest. And then I, I can't remember if it was last year or the year before or something. I There was one that just took me forever and it took me like five months. So I felt pretty bad about that. But the longest I've ever heard is like a year. I've, I've also heard of people never getting their videos that seems to be a common thing wow. where people like somebody shot it and never edited it, but somehow the bride has the footage and then emails me and wants me to edit it. Yeah. And I'm like, Ooh, that sounds like a, a real fun project.
1: <laughs> I feel like that'd be a good, like if there's anybody on this podcast listening, that's just starting out, you know, basic one-on-one shoot the video, edit the video and then deliver the video to the client and you'll be good. Uh,
0: uh... Listen, you were telling me earlier about this newsletter that you got. Yeah. That goes out. Yeah. So Uh, what? Well, go ahead and I mean, you could introduce it. But the whole reason I was bringing it up was just to make fun of it. Oh. So I don't know how much you want to talk about
1: it. Well, it's not really a newsletter. So maybe you don't have much ammo there. But it's just more of I think I'm finding that it's important to stay in front of people. It's important to you know, stay in connection and network with, um, you know, clients that I've worked with or wedding planners. And so i am just putting together a cool, like little Merry Christmas message from a and a latest cool video that we got going on. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dustin Stelly of the video bros podcast told me that, uh, he gets your, he gets your email newsletter or whatever, whatever you want to call it. huh. And he's like, I've unsubscribed from that thing like eight times, and I'm still getting these emails. (laughs) He was pretty pissed. He wanted me to let you know.
1: Yeah. So anyone out there, if you sign up for my emails, you will never stop getting them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No matter how many times you unsubscribe.
1: (laughs) That actually makes me happy to know, because anything that makes Dusty mad makes me happy. So I'm glad about that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, he doesn't like it when you call him Dusty. So there you go. You're on a roll. <laughs> what What are you thinking about uh, next year, man? Like, what's your plan? Are you worried about you know all this COVID stuff continuing into next year, or are you not really given much thought about
1: it? <clears throat> Definitely, I as I've heard with what you know Biden's thinking about doing, and just some of the conversations that I've been having with other um people in the industry I think that they're they're kind of gearing up for like another round two or at least another tough season. So, I think it'll look differently in some regards, but I I don't think it's going to be as easy as hey, covid's no longer here and everything's back to, you know, the bells and whistles anymore. Like I think it's going to be People are still going to have to be creative and we're going to have to be appreciative of the work. And I think if you've got good relationships, I would just encourage people to do what I'm trying to do is, is reach out to uh, the industry friends that are, that are in the industry, but also value you and that you can kind of, you know, link arms with in the tough times Move forward is kind of my plan. What about you?
0: I I think linking arms with people in general is always a good idea. Whether you're waiting in line at the grocery store, (laughs) or you're playing a a heated game of Red Rover, Red Rover, come on over, or however it goes. Do you ever play that game?
1: Yeah, I think it's. I thought it was. Yeah, Red Rover, Red Rover, send Michael on over.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then you try to you run over from the other team's side, and you try to break through everybody's linked arms. Yeah, yeah. I think that's one of those games they kind of banned with like dodgeball because kids were getting hurt. Right. So cool. Yeah. I wonder what our military is going to look like uh, in the next generation. A bunch of kids that never played dodgeball or Red <laughs> Rover. They're like in the trenches getting fired at. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, so yeah, so I've been working on this project that's non wedding related, but I feel like it, it, it ties in pretty much with any sort of video project. And that's, uh, I've been working on this archiving project for a client, just going through all this old footage and archiving, labeling, um, and storing, backing up all that kind of stuff. And so I know you were kind of thinking about redoing some of your storage or kind of planning for next year, as far as like how you wanted to archive all your stuff so um let me know what you're doing right now and then you know um, maybe we could chat about how to make it better if i have any ideas yeah
1: yeah i'm always i'm always curious and like i do i would really be curious to know what other podcasters are doing but i feel like Storage is just one of those things that's ongoing because it's like, okay, you get the new, the new, latest camera, the new Mad, the Black Magic Pocket camera that shoots 6K. Well, it's like, okay, then you need to upgrade your computer so it can handle the footage. You need to upgrade your storage so that you can store all the files. Like, it's just, it's never as simple as just upgrading your gear. And so, I'm just, I usually use like a Drobo. Um, I've got a Drobo 5D3, and I've got um, like a Lacey. One that I used for a while that I kind of stopped using; it just, you know, kind of got outdated. But for the most part, I'm just trying to figure out what do I do with um, old weddings because I like to keep them for at least five years. Um, But then also, how do I have uh, the next external drive that's going to be sufficient enough to keep up with the footage I'm going to be dealing with in the next couple years? So,
0: yeah, let me ask you this: How long? So, when you say you keep your weddings, are you just keeping the are you keeping the project files or just the final videos that you send to the clients? Uh I right now I keep it all. So I just You keep it all, man. <clears throat> you're uh you're a you are a what do they call it? A hoarder? <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: That's what they call
0: it. Listen, I you know, uh, I don't think it's a bad idea to keep that stuff. Right. In all honesty, I I've been like trying to get myself to the point where I'll do that, but I still get rid of stuff after about a month i'll get rid of the project files um i would say you know first you got kind of stick i i personally like to stick with a certain brand of drive and for me that's been g raid um oh yeah i think west they're owned by western digital or something there's some kind of connection there but the g raid drives have been awesome for me i've never i've never lost anything off of the g raid drive uh where it was, you know, not my fault, right? For whatever reason. So, uh, I'm a big fan of the G-RAID drives. I've got one sitting here on my desk that I've probably had for close to eight years, and I'm still editing off of it. Which I'm gonna, I'm gonna switch it out pretty soon. Um, but I'm a big fan of anything G-RAID uh, or G-Drive. <clears throat> they do have like RAID setups and stuff too. So. Yeah, if you wanna, if you wanna make it so that you can, um, you know, just put new drives in the same, yeah, you know, G Shuttle or any of these RAID systems, you can do that as well. I personally like to, when I shoot a wedding, I like to uh, dump all the footage and audio uh, to OneDrive, um, and then once I have that folder set up and ready to go, like you know, I, I know that I have everything. Um, and I go through and I check and I compare, you know, how much data is on the card that I just dumped to how much footage is in this folder, I make sure they're the same, you know, they, they take up the same amount of space, right, then I'll, I'll copy that folder, um, the entire wedding <clears throat> over to uh, another drive. So uh, and then on to a third drive, which I like to keep it my car glove box or something like that just kind of keep it away from the house in case the house burns down or something like that at least i'll still have i mean i won't have a place to live or to edit or work or anything like that and my family might have been killed but at least i'll have your wedding
1: (laughs) right do you use the Does g drive do like an ssd or do you still doing kind of the spinning drives
0: Right now, I'm on a spinning drive, but SSD is good. It's just expensive. Like, I like SSD. Um, I use SSD if I'm going to send files to someone. So, like, I had somebody edit a wedding, like I said. And so, I shipped it to them on just a little Samsung T5 SSD drive. Um, Those are available in, like, 500 gigs, 1 terabyte, and 2 terabytes as of this recording. Um, And they're, like, relatively... I guess they're relatively inexpensive. They're not the cheapest thing out there, but again, you're dealing with SSD, so they're much more reliable yeah. in the sense that, especially like if you're going to ship it or move it, um, I'd I'd much rather have an SSD than a drive that spins. Right,
1: right. Good to know, man. I'll look these up for sure. I'm, I pulled it up actually right now as we're speaking, so <laughs> I'm intrigued. But good to know, man. It's uh, yeah. I know some people use like the. Um, like the server thing and they upload all their files and some people use Dropbox. They've got that old stuff, but I don't know. I think it might be good just even for me to look at my old stuff. And like, once you start can,
0: working with those bigger files, like, you know, the, the black magic pocket cam or, um, anything that's shooting like pro res or anything like that, like, or raw, like you start getting into a world where Dropbox isn't really going to cut it. Yeah, um, not really going to be able to upload all that footage uh, in a timely manner. So that's why for me, it's like you just have to have uh, a good set of quality hard drives. And then you know, ideally, once you're done with a project, you can save everything. It doesn't matter if you just save the however you want to, whatever you decide to save. I like to just buy other drives um where you know you can just offload it to like a smaller single drive right. or whatever like a Western um, Digital or something uh yeah that's fine and it's definitely cheaper and more cost efficient but for me I'm still I'm still I I did use two Western Digital drives lately and every once in a while they don't like boot up correctly or something so I'm like eh, I'm not going to I'm not gonna chance it with Western Digital, but their G RAID stuff has never let me down. So, um, I'll just I'll just buy a drive that um, you know I can put all my weddings on for a year, and then I'll stick it in the closet when it's done. Because chances are I'll never really touch it again. Yeah. Um, so at least it's there. If it fails, oh well. I mean it probably doesn't really matter that much because most of my clients never come back to me asking for it Yeah. and all their finished stuff is online anyway. Um, so I don't really have to worry about that stuff disappearing. So, yeah. um, that's just kind of my system. But I think the most important thing is find a reliable drive that you like that's compatible with your computer, probably Thunderbolt three or USB C or something like that for right now. And then, um, and then, yeah, make sure you always have at least two copies, ideally three copies, because um, you just never know what could happen. Yeah, you know. And don't keep, you know, if you have only two copies, don't keep them on the same desk. You know what I mean? Because if you, let's say, you know, your dog or your cat or something jumps up on the desk and knocks over both those drives or something, and they're both destroyed, then what was the point of having the backup, right? right? So right. always. Always keep a copy off-site, even if that's just, you know, at a friend's house or in your car or or something.
1: Yeah. I just appreciate, Michael, how... Man, you're just so smart. You're just a wealth of knowledge. Oh, my God. I I am, aren't I?
0: (laughs) Hey, Kate, did you hear that? I just feel like I just... Adam said I'm smart. (laughs) (laughs) I just...
1: Whenever I have a problem, whenever I... I just need to come straight to you. I don't even know why I spend hours thinking about stuff. I just need to... See this is why community is good right here. People finding solve, Michael is solving our problems right now live as we speak.
0: <laughs> well, there's one problem I can't solve. And that's <laughs> your uh that's your haircut. <laughs> <laughs> uh I think that this is probably a good place to wrap it up, man. What do you uh yeah. what do you got going on this week and what do you want people to check out?
1: I I think if how about this? How about if we can get 50 podcast people who listen to your podcast to message you then you will you will also follow suit and get a mullet for next year if we we need like a contest
0: (laughs) i but i'm confused by your mullet because it for those of you who's everybody essentially that can't see adam you got like your head shaved on the sides it's kind of like a skater cut from the 90s but how is that a mullet? Isn't it supposed to be longer on the sides and back and shorter on top?
1: Yeah, I'm growing it out, dude. And I'm working from home, so I didn't really shower today. Thanks for bringing it up. Appreciate that.
0: <laughs> all right. All right. Well, uh, when you grow it out uh, six months from now, when we're finally in season three of the podcast, you will uh, <laughs> we'll take a picture and put it up on the uh, on the Instagram.
1: Okay. Look out, people. You're in for a hoot.
0: <laughs> All right, guys. Until next time, later. Hey guys, this episode of Wedding Videography School is brought to you by photographers wearing wide brim hats. Uh, photographers wearing wide brim hats is the nation's number one wedding photography company. And for good reason. Uh, they are clearly the most creative most unique uh, individuals out there. And their photography is so creative, I can't even begin to describe how creative it is. That's how creative it is. If you guys are working with photographers who aren't wearing wide brim hats, then you're probably not working with the best photographers out there. So... Um, You know, whether you're having a wedding, a birthday party, uh, or you're taking your kids to school or you're hanging out at home or going to the bathroom, you know, all things that you want photographed creatively, um, it should be done by photographers wearing wide brim hats. A lot of you guys, I know you're working with photographers who aren't wearing wide brim hats. They might not be wearing hats at all. And um, that's a problem. If they're not wearing a wide brim hat, I don't know what the point of them even picking up a camera is. But when you work with photographers wearing wide brim hats, you know that you're always getting someone who's going to uh, give you the most incredible shots that you could imagine. So for your next event, whether, a wedding a birthday party a family reunion uh your mom's pap smear whatever the event make sure that you hire photographers wearing wideburn hats um, to get the most creative still images captured you know one frame at a time and that's what that's what photography is it's you know you hear the click click and you know you got one frame and then you hear another click. Sometimes you hear eight clicks in a row, like click, 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 click. That, they just got eight pictures and maybe one of them is good, probably not. But the photographer wearing a wide brim hat, they are going to pull those photos later on and, you know, really, really select the eight or six shots that they got from the entire day. that they stood in front of the videographer to get. And they're gonna gonna edit those down into something truly magical. Probably um, probably just two eight by tens that you can put in the living room next to the closet door. So give photographers with wide brim hats a call today and book them for your next event.